Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by OpenText. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in this episode, we're talking about the future of government work and how the evolution of data management platforms are helping to drive digital transformation in the public sector and improve the citizen experience. Our guest today is Brian Chittister, Global Public Sector Marketing Executive at OpenText, a world leader in information management. Brian has headed up public sector marketing efforts at a number of leading companies, including Appian, Monster, Arrow Electronics, and Gannett, before joining OpenText. And he hosts his own podcast program called the Government Huddle Podcast. Brian, thanks so much for joining us, and welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Wyatt. Well, one of the noteworthy initiatives across the federal government in recent years, I think you'd agree, has been the administration's push to improve services for internal and external customers within government. And to do that, agencies needed to take a more integrated approach in gathering and sharing information. So when we think about the future of government work, what do you see as some of the biggest areas agencies still need to focus on? Yeah. So when we look at the future of government work, I see it playing out across three different theaters, right? It's work, workforce, and workplace. And each one of them have their importance. Work, when you look at that, it's more around the process of how things get done, making sure things go from paper-based processes to digital processes, et cetera. When you look at workforce, and this one's actually really exciting to look at, it, it not only talks about the enablement of the workforce and the work they do, but also how they recruit and retain and then further educate the workforce that they have. All of that plays a part in digital transformation and it gets forgotten about. And then workplace is one that's quickly becoming important, not only because of the pandemic, but because you can work from anywhere. So workplace is pivotally important. And we were also seeing the uh, injection of IoT devices, cost savings initiatives happening through that, and all the different data and analytics that correspond there. So some really cool things happening within the future of government work. And I think historically, government is is lagged in certain areas, but there's some factions of the future of government work they're actually driving even beyond what commercial is doing. Well, and just to follow up on that, where do you see some of the, the biggest challenges or issues that agencies are now facing to modernize in these areas? So I think when we look at some of these challenges, one that really sticks out to me, and we talked about citizen experience. The future of government work really plays a large part in that. And when we look at the citizen services being delivered to different constituents, oftentimes what's really thought about is the user experience on the front end of that. But what really drives a lot of the value is the enablement of the workforce happening within government. So, and all of this is aligned to the presidential management agenda, allowing them to shift from a lower value to a higher value work on behalf of the constituent. So I think from that vantage point, it's really mindset. It's, it's priority where they, where they need to shift their budget and their focus to really drive value for the, the constituents. Because as private sector organizations start to improve some of these customer experiences, the customer expectation changes. So citizen expectations change. And it's beyond just an application that they use, but it's really the ability for government employees and personnel to drive that value for them. The other piece of this, and I think it's it's crucially important, is really trying to harness the value of the different data sets that the government has at their disposal. Oftentimes, some of that data sits at rest and it's not really leveraged, it's just archived. And we want that archived not to be a place where data goes to die, but really 
want to harness the value of that data. And I think with some of the legacy IT happening within government, they don't really have the tools in place to pull the information out of that data to really drive higher value on behalf of the employee, on behalf of the the citizen and the service being deployed. So I think those are two areas, mindset and then the ability to harness that value of the information that they have at their fingertips to make better decisions. Well, speaking of the data element of that, what are some of the reasons that you see that a digital government technology platform, one that manages data across the enterprise, has become so important? Really good question. So When we look at what is being asked of government right now, it's so broad. And when I talk to folks about government, it's almost like it's a a different planet because I have counterparts that work in different industry sectors, whether it's energy, financial services, manufacturing, life sciences. Government does all of that. And to be able to have a platform that stretches across the enterprise to help them kind of collaborate and communicate has become so pivotal as the ecosystem has become more complex. And at the same time, we're talking about the legacy IT issue that government has. We really want to mitigate that. We want to try to future-proof what that enterprise looks like. And to do so, you need something that is intelligent, connected, and allows the interoperability necessary to really conduct the business of government, not just today, but over the next 5, 10, 15 years, because all that's going to change. Obviously, we've been in the midst of a pandemic and that hasn't gone away. And we're probably looking at middle to late 2021 before we get back to some semblance of normality. And the government needs to be able to shift and adapt to what those changing needs are. And there's there's going to be another something. It, It might not be a pandemic, but there will be something that will kind of force us from that comfortable position to where we need to react. And government is in a place where they can set the foundation with a digital enterprise platform to be able to make that shift successfully and really not be caught reactive, but be able to make decisions proactively. Well, Brian, can you point to some practical examples in the federal government where you've seen an integrated technology platform approach like you just described, where that's actually making a difference? Absolutely. So one of the ones that more recently OpenText has been working with, and and I bring this up because the pandemic has played such a large part in our lives, is NIAID within the uh, National Institute of Health. We've been working with them to develop digital processes as well as support compliant records management as they look to drive innovation and value for the citizens. NIAID has been really tip of the spear in terms of working with the citizens, working with providers to be able to support, whether it's the development of a vaccine or information to be able to support citizens. And OpenText has been there to help support that information in data governance. Another one that I like to talk about, and it's not within the US federal government, but it is a a government-wide initiative, is we are working with government of Qatar to completely digitize their citizen experience and their their self-service portal. And the reason why I like to talk about it is I'm a huge soccer fan and government of Qatar is hosting the 2022 World Cup. And that was the impending event to be able to completely digitize and really drive e-government commitment from them. And they chose OpenText to standardize on a government-wide platform to do that and support the ingestion of requests and information to support one of the world's largest sporting events, if not the largest sporting event. So really cool program that we're, we're working with with Governor Qatar as well. 
Well, finally, Brian, knowing how much federal CIOs have on their plates, what recommendations would you offer to help agencies deliver enhanced digital services faster and more effectively for citizens and and make progress on those three W's you mentioned earlier? I think the first one I would say is to look at the private sector, whether it's open text or whatever organization you're speaking to or working with, and really ask for true partnership. One of the things that I've witnessed and and even heard as I've been having conversations with CIOs on my podcast is that's what organizations are really looking for, or I guess government organizations and CIOs are looking for, is for a company to come in and really take on this challenge with them, not just sell them something, but take on that challenge. So I think looking at CIOs and saying, look at the private sector and ask for true partnership, I think that's one. And the other is when you look at true digital transformation, I think it can really drive value even beyond some of the obvious areas. And I go back to workforce. We have a shifting demographic of folks working within government that don't want to come in and use legacy IT. They, they want to come in and they want to leverage applications that are state-of-the-art, technology that's state-of-the-art. And through these digital transformation efforts, the government can position themselves as a great place to work and really change the narrative around what perhaps millennials, Generation Z, and then the next generations after that really think about when it comes to working with government. They don't want to come in and work with an antiquated processes. They want to come in and they want things streamlined so they can do that shift from low value to high value work. So there's certainly resonance there and you can affect a lot of areas beyond just the work, but really drive true recruitment and retention of top talent within government simply by doing a digital transformation effort that needs to happen anyway. So looking at where that true value can happen across your enterprise is important. Well, those are some great points, and I appreciate offering some examples and recommendations as well. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there, though, for today. Uh, Brian Chittister, thanks so much for joining us to talk about the really the foundation for enabling the future of work in government and improving government services. I appreciate it. It's such an important topic. I'm glad I could be here to, to speak to it. And thanks to Open Text for underwriting today's episode as well. Look for more of our coverage of IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.